I am John, Whoopi impersonator and a Ladrin warlock with the Warriors of the Stars. Along came Jason, my bearded friend. Fabulous secret ideas revealed to me the day he came to my house and said, I want to make a podcast! Only two others share this secret. Eric of the Loch Ness and Jacob. Together we started talking about toys, comics, games, and movies on the Super Awesome Geek Show! Alright, here we go. Hello there, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Super Awesome Geek Show. I'm John, your host, and today we have, uh, let's go with Jason first. Jason, say hello to everybody. Hello. Do you have anything cool that happened to you this week, Jason? I really thought pile out, I think, this week. It, it, like a uh, measure of loudness of uh, audio files. Oh, yeah. It sounds mundane, but it's actually really loud. I mean, not for me. Not that I, <laughs> I just wrote a wrapper <laughs> around somebody else's program. <laughs> so it wasn't like I wrote some big things. But yeah, it's had like a thousand downloads. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's very useful for podcasters. We'll have to get it and uh, do it that on ours. What's it do? Um, so it measures, and now uh, due to a patch somebody sent me, um, it will set the audio. So it'll be like uh, on the radio, they want things at a certain level. Yeah. This will do that. So it's on the same level you'd expect for a TV show or a radio show, which you would think that most audio editors do that. They don't do a very good job. Or at all, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. And you just run your podcast through this? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yep. cool. Yeah, I'm doing it with my little experiment where I'm testing out with the podcast to see how loud they are and other things. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we look forward to uh, put put our, put one of ours through and see how it comes out. I've done that. <laughs> what? Oh, you have done oh, yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Did it come out good? <laughs> it was within range. It's. I mean, usually, if it's really bad, the audio levels, you hear them. I mean, if you listen to a lot of podcasts, you'll notice how some of them are remarkably quiet. And I wonder sometimes what they're thinking. Because <laughs> uh, you can't, they don't you turn up the volume up on your headphones, right? And then the next podcast from like NPR that's at a normal level comes on and <laughs> blasts you, you know? Yeah, you're right. Every, you're, I see what you're saying. If you listen to a diff, number of different podcasts, yeah, one will be low, one will be medium, one will be super high, and then you're always yeah, just so trying your... to get everybody to go on the same audio level. Yeah, kind of like how we've hoped everyone would do that with the TV, because we kind of got away from that time period when you'd have that commercial on that would be super loud. <laughs> And then that's your normal right. show, you'd have to pump up the volume. And that's kind of gone away a little bit. But we're Well, still... they finally regulated it, I believe, yeah. you know, so so that they, they can't do that. Because yeah. that was insane. I mean, you'd be listening to something at a reasonable volume, and suddenly, you know, it's like it would be a, a damn ad for, like, monster trucks, and they would be, like, yelling you through the back of your couch. <laughs> I love Sunday! That. Sunday! Sunday! <laughs> we should allow those to remain loud. Oh, okay. <laughs> just the monster truck ones. Just, just the monster oh. truck ones. Like, Cadillacs! <laughs> Frozen yogurt! <laughs> or maybe it was just that announcer. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we have Rob with us. Hey, how's it going, guys? Being loud. <laughs> oh, well, that, as I usually am. I mean, uh, I'm nothing if not outspoken. He, he needs that uh, the, this device... He needs to be run through Jason's program. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Jason's program is, has done wonders with me. Well, it helps that I have a mic that picks up like everything in in like a 12 foot radius. They they turn on the super awesome geek show and they hear Rob Rob Rob. <laughs> <laughs> well, if all else fails, be louder than the other guy. He's beaten over. He's beaten my, me on the head with his lightsaber, lightsaber, lightsaber. <laughs> oh man yeah what do they say two men enter one shall leave or something oh yes right, right now it would be you I don't have a lightsaber <laughs> oh man and god I've spent a chunk of this week looking into the you know uh, uh, dank and dirty world of, of custom lightsabers <laughs> You got the oh, bug. God. There's so many like companies that that put out some really really cool pieces. Um, like like from from reasonable budget to 
astronomical to oh my god holy shit insane <laughs> um the 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 guy who does the oh my god holy shit insane does one-off pieces he doesn't do any custom stock or he doesn't do any like store stock any like styles he like like for part of uh the day like at the beginning of a quarter so so on january like april um so on and so forth he will take um requests basically from from different people and he'll choose which like two or three projects interest him and and they're like thousands of dollars wow it's crazy he, he's the guy who did the uh i don't know if you saw it but uh a, i want to say like a couple months ago uh they they showed on a lot of the geek sites a um sonic screwdriver uh lightsaber oh interesting that yeah, i uh, see that i'll have to check that out yeah model after um 11th doctor uh matt smith's sonic screwdriver with the little claws and um so so that guy made that he's made several different like interesting like mashup sabers uh but um uh, the guy's uh it's hamptons um but i've been looking at like ultra sabers saber um oh my gosh what what? i just figured it out i need to get a custom kylo ren type lightsaber but done like the sword of omens. Oh, did you see and the have sword? the crystal yeah, in it? Have the have the omen the, the the crystal eye in it. Oh, dude, one of one of the one of the sites. I don't remember if it's Saber Forge or if it's Ultra Sabers. Does a sword of omens? Really, sword of omens lightsaber? They have the hilt, and <laughs> you can put in you know blades and stuff for it. It is crazy. Um, uh, yeah. It, it, I, the stuff I'm looking into on, on on some of these things is just is is way above any kind of budget for me, absolutely. But uh, <laughs> so damn cool to look at. Wow! But we're not here to talk sabers. We're here to talk DC. <laughs> Let's get Jason in on this. So uh, this past week, um, man, everything pretty much debuted except for Supergirl, right? Supergirl was technically the second episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> But we got to see Supergirl Monday night. Tuesday night was The Flash. Wednesday was The Arrow. And Thursday was the premiere of Legends of Tomorrow. You guys watch all those shows? Yes, yeah. I did. Right. Awesome. Well, what do you want to start with? What was your favorite of the bunch? Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah? Yeah, that was great. What did you think, Rob? Legends? Or do you have a favorite... I really enjoyed Legends. Uh, I think it has a lot going for it. I, I think it has a lot of potential. Um, I think uh, everybody is having to kind of knock off a little bit of ring rust after their nice little holiday break. Because uh, I thought, uh, you know, like Arrow was a little bit meh this week. And, you know. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> I think Arrow was a little weak just because it's that... Uh cliffhanger resolution episode which mm-hmm. is always kind of it's never as good as you want it to be you know i know it's <laughs> totally true yeah i thought legends was amazing because the um i just like the idea of having what there's nine people right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and Lots uh of people and they don't really give any well i mean there, it's really just for the people who've already been watching the shows right there's so little backstory even for a punter yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much I I wonder if you you wouldn't be able to jump right in. I don't know. I would you? Oh, you should be able to jump right in. I mean, Rip it's not like Rip Hunter is introduced in any of the other series. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you you and, and he does they do kind of go through a background of each character in a sense, don't they? It's just like in a montage yeah, sort of. Especially abbreviated though, you know, yeah. so it's not taking up a ton of time. But not what we're used to in these things where you know, there will be an hour devoted to origin story. Yeah. Or if not like a season. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I do not need any more season long origin stories. Let's just get into the, into the fun. You know, we, we have been introduced to Vandal Savage in the other series. So, um, you know, it, it would help to watch 
to have watched some of that intro, but I mean, they give a really good intro to him in Legends of Tomorrow. So it, it's an, I, I don't think you'd be hurting if if you hadn't watched um, any of the precursor uh, episodes in Flash or uh, Arrow. You know, I, yeah. Okay. Well, I I have an interesting theory about how they're doing Rip Hunter, mm-hmm. and if you noticed how. I mean, one, he's from Doctor Who, right? But yeah. I mean, not the character, but the actor. <laughs> um, Arthur. Um, how there are so many um, Darville. similarities between him and Doctor Who that yeah. I think they're almost using that so that you kind of already understand what some of the rules of time travel are. Oh, mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. They're borrowing from... I, yeah, I think that... I mean, just so even, they... Yeah, because they're kind of similar, I mean, in broad, broad brushes, similar types of characters... Yeah, and he's but he's on the run, you know. Now it's it's like yeah, but so is so is the doctor usually. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's why I say broad broad strokes. But I really felt like even like you know, I mean, he's wearing the David Tennant you know um, overcoat style almost. <laughs> he's got his little flashy gizmo when he's trying to fix his machine mm-hmm. that you know apparently does nothing, just like all the Doctor Who devices don't seem to do anything. <laughs> like <that somehow. laughs> His ship does come off as a bit more impressive, though. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but isn't that something that um, the Flash built? Well, so I was trying to remember, that was about Gideon, the AI. Mm-hmm. Did I remember that wrong, that um, that someone had said that in the future, Barry builds that AI? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that, that was when when Barry discovered the, the back room mm-hmm. in... Uh, well, God, this was back in like season one. Yeah. Um, discovers the back room and sees the newspaper and talks to the AI. It's Gideon, and then Gideon says that Barry built her. Oh, so, so you're... that's interesting. So okay. somehow that AI keeps on surviving, or is it is it the same actual like instance, or are there multiple ones? We don't know at this point, really. I mean, we we know at least of the two. Um, and I mean, it could be one of those pieces of tech that the time masters borrow, Yeah, you know, because it, it does seem like they've always borrowed or stolen, you know, uh, different, uh, artifacts and, and bits of technology, uh, as, as they've, uh, as they've worked. And then what will happen if they caught up with him? Will they erase him and everybody from time? Well, I don't think they want to erase everybody from time. They'll... I think they just want to stop him right now, right? That's why they sent the uh, bounty hunter after him. Well, I just... mean, I suppose right now you could probably kill all of them because, right, they're not supposed to matter. But <laughs> as they manipulate more things, who knows? <laughs> they're not supposed to matter. <laughs> I love that. That's so sad. I know. Oh, oh, it was, it was like look out Ray Palmer's face, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you poor bastard. <laughs> he, he he really needs to slim down his suit first of all. Damn it. Slim it down, you think? Yeah, it, it, he. That I think it's too Iron Manish. A little bit too too Iron yeah. Man. I, I the, the it. I mean, it's not like the Atom is ever been much of a anything besides you know spandex with a belt yeah as you say do you want him in spandex <laughs> <laughs> not that i want him in spandex necessarily but i'm just like you know uh we're, we're talking about a guy who's inventing super tech i mean i'm pretty sure that he can figure a way to slim that down a little bit <laughs> you know it looks very prototype right now yeah it's they probably all have it all looking like that because they want people to understand that it's technology that's doing it not him being uh superhuman well yeah but i mean it could look polished that's all i'm saying you know i mean it looks just very bold it, it looks like the mark one iron man suit <laughs> you know uh it, it it just looks looks um like he's still working the kinks out like like, like he he's got a couple design iterations to go before he's ready for 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 uh you know uh full-on market launch <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we're going to keep that feel, though, because they need to kind of um, nerf him. Is that the right term? Because <laughs> otherwise he be could be end up being too powerful. I mean, if you yeah. got some guy in a... Basically the Iron Man suit who can also shrink. Mm-hmm. That's, that's maybe too much power. That might be hard to write for. 
On the team, you mean? Yeah, because they he just knock every enemy right out. Just yeah, because he would have that t- trouble of oh, how come they don't just get Ray to come in there and and I think we're gonna see a suit breaking down continuously. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they should get. Yeah, you're right. I mean, because couldn't Ray just shrink down, go inside everybody's ear hole and pop oh, their head? Makes... Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you really wanted to. <laughs> the dark road to start going down. <laughs> so I mean, it, it seems a little weird that he's that he's relying on this big clunky, you know, suit when when he's supposedly this super scientist, you know, and and you know it, it could be just a little more aerodynamic, <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, just 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 or or we could go with the whole you know. Uh, uh, leather and super fabric treatment that uh, that all the other superheroes in the DCU keep getting. I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, Arrow, how many seasons before he got the uh, full suit redesign? Three. Yeah, yeah, so might be a while. <laughs> Flash got his right off the bat, though, so the only <laughs> thing he changed in season two was getting his white symbol. Just like, oh, hey, let's slap a new symbol on. Uh, <laughs> I mean, a couple cosmetic changes, but uh, I mean, really nothing, nothing major. Did you like that episode of The Flash? What did you think of this one? Anyone? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We all fell asleep at the same time. The best part was the ending. Not that the episode wasn't great, but the ending was uh, very intriguing. Yeah. With uh, the other times reverse Flash coming through, right? Yeah, and possibly another instance of uh, Gideon. Yeah. Oh, nope. yes, you're right. Yeah. And do we think that that's it's it... the original? It's the original, you know, Eobard Thawne too. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not, uh, now, yeah. do we think that he's the guy who got sucked into the singularity, or is he maybe somebody else from another time stream? I mean, the same guy, but from another time stream, maybe. That's Good question, or from just another part of his own timeline. I mean, that was one of the yeah. things about Reverse Flash that was always so confounding is that. You know, it's not like you could ever really stop him because he could just kind of go back a little earlier and go back a little earlier. It's like it's not like he cared about damaging the time stream. Mm-hmm. And we don't. I when um, now I've forgotten the names when the detective killed himself to erase um, reverse flash from history. I was very suspicious about how his body got sucked up almost immediately, and I still don't think he's dead. Ah. Uh... Oh. I don't know. I mean, it was a little too convenient. I mean, if anything, the writers I think were laying the seeds for maybe something later. Yeah, but it's possible. It, yeah. But it just seems like I don't know. I think we're reading a little too much into that. Well, anyone who got sucked up into that thing didn't they just end up in Earth too? Oh, I don't think we know for sure. Oh, we don't know because for I mean sure. they didn't okay. find Reverse because Reverse <clears throat> Flash got sucked. No, he got he got disappeared, but. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, and and because at that point in time we were dealing with with portals to the future. Yeah. And to you know, the basically the same timeline within a few days. Well, well, you know, well that in that in that storm, place. in that storm with the portal, that's where the helmet fell out that belonged to the Earth 2 version of the Flash. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, fair enough, yeah. So yeah, I, I just thought it was built making that connection between the two Earths, and now, yeah, as a result, and... we have these 20 or 52, or 52 not... portals, right? We <laughs> might not be thinking about it um, the right way. Also, we might it might not be like a wormhole from point A to point B. It could be more of a um, more amorphous. Yeah. Or if you step through that portal, you may have ended up in the future, or you may have ended up in the past, or in Earth 2. It could be just all yeah. she timey wimey even. I just thought that he was from Earth Two, and it wasn't, it wasn't the our you know Earth One's time timeline. It yeah. was because Thawn only killed himself in our time, but he didn't kill himself on Earth Two. Maybe that mm-hmm. could be. Even though Zoom did say that, or they do claim that Zoom said killed all the other speedsters, right? Didn't he claim? Yeah. That? So why would Zoom allow? reverse flash to live yeah i don't yeah i don't i don't know so we don't know yet i mean unless they're establishing at that point that that reverse flash does run on you know a a different uh 
a different power than than the other speedsters. Oh, is... like he's on like Monster Energy drink instead of the other brand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, he so it's a reverse Flash. Uh, so so basically, in uh, in the the comics, they establish that Barry creates the Speed Force as he runs, and all of the other speedsters basically draw on him. Uh, or draw on on the, the the speed force that he that he creates. And, oh, interesting. Uh, establishes. Okay. And the reverse flash is literally the opposite, and he creates entropy as he runs. Um, that 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 he basically you know destroys and breaks down like <laughs> everything around him. Huh. You know, so so he actually works on a different fuel, as it were. Okay. But he still kind of requires um, Barry or or the Speed Force, as far as I'm aware, in order to to kind of do his thing. Interesting, huh? And do you think they're carrying that through into the show, or I don't know. Well, and and because here's the thing, right? DC, uh, there there's been a big thing this week that DC is rebooting the comics once again um <laughs> for the love of god uh they, hey they made it for almost five years i'll give them that i i i had actually had made a bet that the new 52 wouldn't last two so <laughs> so hey it, it it went almost five um but they're rebooting it in june or july um and starting everything over again at number one and and to have everything more in line with the tv and cinematic universes Huh. Which is interesting, given that they've wanted to keep the well, the TV and cinematic universes themselves certainly separate. Yeah, you know, they, they've wanted no crossover whatsoever, um, having cast different flashes and and so on, and so forth, and blah blah blah. Um, so so it, it's kind of an interesting idea that now the comics are going to reflect the movies that were supposed to be based off the comics and not vice versa. So so. Uh, I'm I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to uh, kind of coalesce in in the end, uh, and what's going to matter more the the comic continuity or the continuity that's being established in the TV show, which will then be applied to the comics after uh, after the summer. Interesting, the summer. huh? You know, uh, it, 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 it it's all kind of in a big state of flux right now, and I'm I'm curious to see where it goes, but. Uh, um, you know, if they if they change everything to be in line with television continuity, then we're going to be losing out on a lot of really cool stuff. Well, and a lot of cool characters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, huh? I don't think I can't see them completely doing that. I don't know. That's been the that's been uh, the the news that's been spreading around this week. Huh? Wow. And uh, it's been it's been uh kind of been passed through the 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 different retailers like wildfire i mean we're we're you know a lot of folks are talking about it and not necessarily in a positive way yeah especially <clears throat> that you know i mean <clears throat> sorry they just rebooted everything you know like i said four or five years ago yeah are they going to do like some kind of battle world thing where they all come together <laughs> and have to fight and Oh, they already did blow that. up all the it's stuff. Bloody convergence. So yay. yeah, true. Which is so terrible. Like, that's the terrible step two thing. <laughs> like I, I thought it was amazing how Marvel and DC did basically the same damn crossover at the same time. Well, that's Marvel what I'm getting at. They, they, they always do. And well, not always. I think not at the same time. Certainly, you know, <laughs> the, 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 I, I, I've excuse me. Uh, I've seen plenty of instances where where you've seen uh, ideas jumping between companies, but very rarely are you having literally the same kernel of an idea, you know, for a major epic crossover happen at exactly the same time between both companies. I mean, that yeah, was usually like, one follows the other. Yeah, you're right. You know, or, or um, yeah, exactly. It, it's just, it, it's one of those weird, weird ass coincidences. Um, you know, like Aquaman and Namor, Doom Patrol and the X-Men. It, it's just, uh, it's just weird. But Marvel kicked ass and DC floundered terribly. 
in 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 that. Um, I really don't know how they're going to do any kind of transition, and it uh, is a little bit weird. I bet uh, they don't they don't have a plan. They're just chasing the money. Or they're they're just here's my problem with with a lot of what DC has been doing is that they have been really good at throwing shit at a wall to see what sticks, but they haven't had the editorial balls as it is uh, to to stick with any of it uh, to let any of it get any traction. Uh, in fact, they've backed away from from things that uh, were seemingly successful because of uh, uh, because they wanted to return the status quo or because they, they got some shit on the internet, you know, and it's like, gee, uh, you know, the, for example, uh, what they called uh, Batgirling after, you know, after the, 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 the change uh, of Batgirl to, to bring her to Portland and a redesign of her outfit and, and a real, uh, you know, big change in creators and, and whatnot to, to, uh, more uh, independent-minded creators. Um, you know, the book started seeing some some uh, some nice success. Yeah, and uh, they started taking some chances on some other books, and and, and they weren't always successful. Um, but uh, books like Prez, for example, fantastic book, getting very little readership, but but a book that DC probably wouldn't have taken a chance on, you know, ten years ago. Huh. Uh, you know, g- getting getting an opportunity, um, you know, uh, and and uh, so so things like that have been considered, you know, the backgirling of, of of DC and editorial has stepped up and said, no more. Don't do any of that. You know, meanwhile, Marvel is doing basically the same thing and running with it. And it's being very successful. Spider-Woman, uh, you have, uh, uh you know, Miss Marvel being phenomenally successful. Yeah, that one was a um, huge success. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, even their Captain America slash Falcon sort of mashup. Oh, I love Fal. Uh, you know, yeah. Falcon. You know, I, I think that Marvel's been doing a lot of very strong things in that regard. Things that have traditionally been in DC's playbook. You know, in terms of like legacy and 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 whatnot. You know, passing on the mantle. You know, you have uh, Captain Marvel, you know, Carol Danvers, uh, really seeing a huge, huge resurgence. Um, and uh, um, with uh, with things coming out of Secret Wars, you're, yeah. you're seeing them stick with a lot of those. Oh, yeah. The, the I think we're going back into Marvel territory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Thor's still a girl. Yeah. But, but, but it's Marvel territory, but, but in the context of bashing DC. <laughs> yeah well because because you know these things have have had um you know popularity they've had some success but dc warner brothers editorial um rarely likes to stick with things for long enough to make an impact uh you know it always wants to return to status quo yeah and i think that that has really been harmful for uh for them for for quite a while uh because nothing that they do has any impact uh whereas marvel has allowed um a lot of those changes to take root uh you know with with jane foster still being thor with miles morales you know being part of this uh this uh marvel universe you know uh you know we already talked about sam wilson you know still being uh captain america you know, and and these are all things that have lasted far longer than I ever expected uh, them uh, to 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 go with it. Yeah. You know, like even Superior Spider-Man lasted just a hair over two years, and I never expected that to last more than a year. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I usually think they would reset everything every year. I, I kind of expected both companies to move to that sort of model where every year they'd have an issue one. And you'd go to issue twelve, have an annual, then it would re- then it would return to number one. God, I hope not. Please, <laughs> no, never, never, ever do that. Not not that Marvel and DC aren't already doing that kind of thing. Marvel way more guilty of it right now than 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 DC. Like seems like every six months I'm starting over again with yeah, like, well, like Ant Man. I'm pretty sure made it to uh, like issue five or ten before it reset to to one again. 
Um, you know, Captain Marvel has been reset to one, I think, three times now. Yeah. It's just, it gets frustrating after a very short while. You know, it's like we just just leave numbering alone it's not <laughs> hard it's just like one comes after the other just just go with it yeah, yeah future collectors are going to be like i don't know how many series i had to find to collect all these to, but to get every single one it was like i had to find 12 different series you know <laughs> I know, right? Well, and, and here's the cynic in me, right? Uh, if there's one thing that we know for a fact, you know, bar none, no doubt in my mind whatsoever, no matter what numbering system DC adopts for their comics, no matter how many resets, um, no matter uh, how many, uh, 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 you know, friggin' uh, uh, changes that they decide to make on an editorial basis. When that thousandth issue is ready uh, to drop, we are going to have an Action Comics number 1,000. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just going to happen. Yeah. Uh, you know? They'll go back uh, to numbering it, like, at 998 or something and be like, Ooh, we're going to reach 1,000. <laughs> oh, hell, they're, they're, they're not even going to start it before... before uh, a thousand. They're just gonna drop the thousand. I'm pretty sure, and they'll they'll just like, it's like, hey, in a couple issues, you know, thousandth issue. Yeah. It's really, you know, Superman number sixty-seven. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, but anyway, let's get back to the TV shows. Yeah, sure. Sorry. So, uh, so Supergirl for a little bit. Let's talk Supergirl. Mm-hmm. I'm really digging this show. How are you guys liking it? I think it's fantastic. Supergirl puts a giant, giant smile on my face, and the fact that you have John Jones, yeah, uh, a, as a, a character in there, you makes me so happy. Like, like you have no idea how happy that. Like, like Martian Manhunter is one of my favorite heroes in the DCU. Yeah, and to to actually have him get a little bit of screen time like blows my mind. Um, it's just I'm so happy. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic when he... I mean, I knew there was something up with that character, you know? And then when he mm-hmm. turns, you know, starts telling the story or whatever, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's the Martian Manhunter, he's John Jones. <laughs> well, yeah, because, I mean, they're, they're hinting with his name, you know, Hank Henshaw, that he might have been the Cyborg Superman. And I was like, that's a really interesting choice for Cyborg Superman. Um, but, uh, you know, it's not like we haven't seen John Jones adopt several different uh, personas, personalities, yeah. you know, through through his his decades and decades uh, of of being uh, in the DCU. Yeah, you know, so I, I was super happy to to do when to like just like you said when when he starts talking about his past uh, a bit and like when he changed for the first time, I'm just like, oh. Well, I just I just liked seeing them in this last episode. Spoilers if anyone hasn't seen it, but. Uh... <laughs> They uh, were flying around together like yeah. he was training her, mm-hmm. which is great because I I was wondering how they're going to handle that because uh, she is so new really with her powers. Yeah, she needs people, and now she's got two people training her. Right, her sister's training her, and yeah. uh, a little mm-hmm. crypt- the special kryptonite room. Yeah, and then yeah. maybe she'll have the Martian Manhunter. But it's really nice to see Supergirl as a character be treated well and have a good story because I feel like for years like. I've kind of been hopeful that there'll be a good story, but almost always it disappoints. Yeah. And this has been really, really strong. So it's been fantastic to see a neglected character kind of be featured. And then mm-hmm. and then seeing all the different uh, rogues coming in and different like guest appearances and stuff. I mean, Toy Man? Yeah. And they <laughs> even and they even showed the uh, the the doll with the old Toy yeah, Man outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a nice little Easter egg. Yeah. Uh, and and I would agree with with Jason, you know. I mean, uh, uh, Kara, Supergirl, you know, it is a character that that has been uh, treated kind of crappily for for a long time, at the very least, inconsistently. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, to to the point of of major detriment to to you know to anybody really kind of knowing you know what she's about, other than her being the cousin of Superman, and then she. Uh, has uh, potential to be so much more than just somebody who wears the S shield. Yeah. Um, disappointment of people who are just 
like kids just getting into Supergirl right now and then going back and trying to read some of the comics from the past. <laughs> just the disappointment they, that is waiting for them. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there's been so many varying versions of her. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's <laughs> died so many times with, uh, you know, I mean, with Crisis on Infinite Earths being the, the, the first time that I recall oh, yeah. with, with her dying for any length of time. You know, came back as the the Matrix version of Supergirl for a while, which was just terrible, just <laughs> terrible. Um, and then I I like it when they they brought her back in Superman Batman. Yeah, that was a good portrayal. Uh, yeah, I think yeah they might be inspired a bit by that one. I think so too. Yeah. You know, especially with you know her her training at uh, the side of Martian Manhunter really mirrors to me her training with Wonder Woman yep. in in the comic. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you know on uh, Thermoscara, but uh, the fact that that uh, it, it's so funny that these are the characters that that DC and Warner are considered to be throwaways that yeah. that that they didn't care about, like um like in particular uh. Oh, uh, Goyer, who who I've I've ranted about before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Martian Manhunter, like thinks he is a silly character when he's you know I mean, dude, he's Superman with green fucking skin, you prick. Um, <laughs> just 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 stop being such an elitist asshat. Um, calm your Goyerism down. Come on. Oh, I'm I'm getting Goyers. Yeah. Oh, no. Um. The, uh, it's so funny that these characters are, though, considered the throwaways that, that uh, you know, Bertolani and uh, and crew could kind of do what they wanted to do with. Um, so, so they're, you know, they're allowed to hint at Superman and uh, maybe at some point they'll hint at Wonder Woman or Batman. But, you know, the, but they don't have any right to, to actually show them in any direct manner. No, yeah, because like the sun was obscuring his face when they showed most to Superman, you know. Yeah, well, they don't want to cast somebody for for that role, you know, as it yeah. were for the TV. Um, so th- it doesn't bother me so much that they keep on dangling him, you know, there because at least they're saying Superman and Clark, and you know, you're you're seeing him to to some extent, unlike the 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 like tenured talk tease that was smallville i mean <laughs> jesus you never even see him in the bloody outfit talk about a damn disappointment um so 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 this doesn't really bother me so much it, it's like they're they're I, I feel like they're pushing their rights as far as they can possibly push them without getting in trouble for it you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah have you listened to the fat man on batman uh his uh interviews with uh andrew kreisberg no it's uh episodes 102 and 103 um and he is uh well, he's been like one of the showrunners for all three of the shows fantastic interviews and he talks a little bit about what they've been allowed to do and what they've not it's pretty enlightening interesting yeah right on. yeah and he he really he genuinely loves these characters. It's it's a really great hearing well, his see, interview. That's what I've gotten from from all of these guys who've been involved with this. You know, um, uh, I'm really, really genuinely impressed with uh, with how much these guys seem to to really care about uh, about all these characters and what big fans they seem to be of the DCU at large. Uh, I, I think that that's massive, you know, it, it just every little, all the little nuances that they sprinkle in here and there is just, just throwaways, just show to, to, to me how much they, they kind of live and breathe the DCU. Well, they're, yeah. they're familiar with the source material, but they're also willing to go their own way. Which I don't which I think. Yeah. There's two different bad places for them to be. One, they ignore all the source material or, mm-hmm. you know, they, they stick to it. Too, too much. Too literally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the like, problem. even when you know, like, the Hank Henshaw is a good example where we knew, oh, my gosh, wh- where is he going to go? Like, I know the reference to this guy. Well, then they just pull the rug out from under you and say, no. Yeah, well, I think that was a smart little twist because yeah. it, it, it was a twist for the so-called smart fans, as it were, the, the folks in the know. Um, you know, be because, to, you know, to, to the folks who haven't read you know, the, the comics and, and who who don't have, you know, God, 30 years invested in, in this whole thing. Um, <laughs> it's just you know, Google. Uh, people are just Googling. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> totally, totally. But, but, uh, you know, 
you know, to, to those folks, they can jump in and still kind of enjoy, you know, what was going on. But for, for the, for the folks, uh, you know, who, who know those names, who are, who are into the history, that's a nice swerve. I mean, they, they had us like riding that expectation for a good, <laughs> like, I think seven episodes before they made that drop in episode eight, I think. Yeah. Um, and it, it was, that was cool as hell. I mean, you're fully expecting something really terrible uh, to, to come out of Hank Henshaw's presence here. And and it winds up being bloody amazing. Yeah. No, well, no, no. and it leaves it open to be like, did he meet him at some point and take his name? Hmm? You know what well, I mean? He talks about that. Like, like he, yeah. he were, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So he did actually meet him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, then Maxwell Lord is being just as much of a scumbag as you'd expect Maxwell Lord yeah. to be. Uh, although he's got, he's like Maxwell Lord with a twist of Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah. In their his characterization, because he's he's doing the whole you know, you know, uh, better you know uh, for humans for ourselves than 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 aliens. We shouldn't uh, we shouldn't uh, uh, rely on on aliens for our protection. So so he, you know he he's doing that that kind of Lex Luthor. Uh, almost xenophobia mm-hmm. uh, mixed in with just sort of the scumbaggy I want to rule the world thing that, that that Maxwell Lord does with his bloody mind powers, which I'm not sure if they're actually doing with this incarnation. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it, right? There's been no indication so far. No, 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 no. no. I mean, None. if he came with a bloody nose or something after yeah. changing somebody's yeah. mind, that would be a pretty clear indication. Yeah, I, I, would, I would bet that they're going to try to trick us with something like that, but he won't have the mind power. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're talking about somebody who was who was so powerful psionically that he took over Superman. Really, in the comics. Although, if he does, I would love to see that scene with a Wonder Woman. That'd be oh no, television. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, it's like so he he takes over Superman, which forces Wonder Woman to snap Maxwell Lord's neck. Wow. While it's all on camera, which winds up labeling <laughs> her as a as a a murderer. Uh-huh. Huh. Uh huh. Huh interesting they'll do they'll they'll do that in a movie that they ruin yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't think they'll ever let her it's, they don't want to make wonder woman be like the real like hardcore warrior that i think she should be portrayed as we'll see i got i'm i've seen some some stuff so far that that really makes me think that they're gonna go there yeah i i i really think so hmm. i i have a, a feeling that, that that they might actually get this right for once of places that they might go. Are you guys familiar with the Booster Gold connection with the uh, Hero Legends of Tomorrow? Well, I love Booster Gold. Well, but so that... so does um, uh, what's his name, Andrew? That that one that well, he's the exec producer. Um, uh-huh. He's actually working on Booster Gold, but it got killed. Yeah, and not... so oh. that Booster because... that may that his that uh, Rip Hunter's son who was killed mm-hmm. may have been Booster Gold. Oh. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. So there's there they've talked about there being a connection between the two in the book yeah. in the comics, um, but I don't know if they ever like fully go yeah. through it. And uh, like they wanted to use Booster Gold and uh, and Blue Beetle, mm-hmm. but uh, they were hushed off of it apparently because they have plans for them. Um, and I, I've heard as a uh, like a, a potential buddy comedy. Yeah. Like, comedy uh, thing a little, a little further on in the the movie scheme in the dcu hmm. yeah well the person i mean they've got to give this guy this andrew whatever christberg the booster gold if they they do it at all because he that's his favorite character and he's done such an amazing job with their shows i just don't think don't give it to anybody else <laughs> yeah he'd be the best but i can booster... i mean i i think that if they have success with this Batman v Superman, I think what you're going to see is Warner Brothers is going to want to try to get up to Marvel's level. And if they see that Dare, that Deadpool, which I think, I mean, from what people are talking about, I mean, everyone's going to go watch Deadpool. and, they're, and Deadpool's going to kill. And it's going to make a ton of money. And... Uh, it's going to be one of those unexpected things. I, I mean, on my side, cause I wouldn't expect that many people to go see daredevil, but, or Deadpool, but because of the, the way that they do that movie, which I think they're going to, the way that I think they're going to do it and the humor that's going to be in it, 
DC is going to want to find an answer with that and come with some characters that they could throw in that know that they're a little bit, you know, that know kind of they're cheesy, but they come off that way. I feel like the only way DC can survive this kind of movie TV battle is if they don't do the tit for tat thing. They need to keep on going their own way. That's and exactly do the it. stuff that feels right. Get because right now they they're nurturing all these different creators from Arrow and Flash that are showing their skills or learning how to do it good. Yeah. And trust the people. Don't mm-hmm. do I if they do go down that road, I'm will be really sad. See, well, see I, 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 think... I I feel like they're just trying to copy and trying to go like in their movies they're trying to say how can we be how can we be a Marvel? How can we I, I don't I, feel I, that. Yeah, I, I don't really know don't. if that's true. I think big picture. I, I don't yeah. feel that at all. Um, I, I feel that that you know because of the similarity of their of the the properties we're talking about, that you know that there there are only certain ways that they can lay out a a production schedule, but they're doing it in almost the opposite way that that Marvel did. If you look at it, uh, Marvel led up with like four movies, five movies before they did the Avengers. And with this, they're they're dropping the Justice League essentially in movie one. But you I know, think that's because um, they don't have the commitment, right? Disney's got the commitment to mm-hmm. invest just you know train loads of money, but the DC well, folks, I, I don't think, I, are have that same level of commitment. Well, here's the thing, okay? Uh, the Justice League came together in a time of great crisis. When, when, when you know, none of them sing, singly could 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 take care of business and and that's how you know it, it it sort of evolved right and and i think that's how they're going to wind up presenting this it's it's you know it starts off as batman versus superman you know and you know the, the, that potential you know dick measuring contest or whatever the hell is going to happen there for for the first like half of the movie and then the second half of the movie is the justice league getting together um, or at least the, the the first parts of it. We've already seen the Flash, Cyborg, and Aquaman on top of on top of Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman mm-hmm. um, in the art that they showed this last week. And they're all so, going to be there, but at the end of the film is what I think. Yeah, are they going to do like yeah, yeah. thing at the very the very last yeah. scene after the credits? <laughs> well, who knows what they're going to wind up doing? You know, um, but but they they are rolling it out in a, in a different way than, than Marvel is, is, is kind of my point. And, and they're doing it, uh, I guess in their own, you know, the, in their own fashion with Zack with Zack Snyder, uh, doing the, the sort of overall, you know, uh, art direction and whatnot. Yeah. Um, there's just, there's just, there's just part of me that thinks like they're nailing it in the television world mm -hmm. and, I mean, Marvel's got it pretty good, but they haven't quite nailed it the same way that DC did. And Marvel's nailing it in the movie world, and DC just never quite did it. So my yeah, feeling my fun. feeling is this. DC, just stick with TV and build all those characters into different television shows and run with it for a little while, and then concentrate on movies once that stuff is going, you know? And well, let, and let Marvel do, it, do its thing in the movie world. Let Marvel do it, and then... Why would you give your competitor a hundred percent market share? That 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 seems like a gigantic, huge, you know, massive mistake. They could because you know? you're not doing it well, you know. Why? But why? What why are you basing out... that on? What are you basing that on exactly? I mean, at this point, the the DC cinematic universe is in its infancy, with literally one movie to its name. Wait, you know, so so now? what are oh oh man, sorry sorry yeah <laughs> we're um, talking about it <laughs> you know so 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 what are you basing this this that they're doing terrible on like they have a they have a uh, a history of putting out some serious shit movies in the Batman universe that's for sure yeah well that, you know that's Nolan did I mean. a pretty Nolan did a pretty damn amazing job bringing that back from the dead um you know and and now we're starting something new so. I mean, if you want to say that DC is doing a shitty job in movies by bringing up all the stuff that happened in the 90s and in the 80s um, and in the late 70s, well, I think you're kind of losing the, the, the forest for the trees here. Yeah, I guess what I mean you know? is, like, why why take so long to do all this 
you know what I mean? It's it's almost like you like you were saying, you know, well they they've given up their market share. Well, they pretty much gave it up anyways because they haven't been doing, you know, like you they like you said they only had one movie and they had the the Batman movies which were really good and arguably those three Batman movies are the only three good movies that DC's put out. You know, uh, I would argue so, that Man of Steel was a was a solid movie. I think some of the problem with the worries about the DC movies is that people's doesn't really have anything to do with the t- the movies. It's just that the trust in DC as an organization is so low. Oh yeah. Is that that just gets projected onto the movies, right? Because the movies are almost like a blank canvas for us right now. And it's just projecting all of our fears onto it. <laughs> because I mean, for me, I feel like I've been burned by them multiple times. My, you know, series being canceled or just, you know, everything being, you know, rebooted as they say, and being left out in the cold. And yeah. I feel like I do project some of that, my fears about from those events onto these yeah. movies. Like, oh, it's going to happen Don't again. Heath Ledger these guys, you know. Remember how people reacted to the idea of Heath Ledger being the Joker before the Dark Knight? Yeah. And people losing their shit about it. Yeah. I think a lot of people are doing the exact same damn thing about about um, the... Well, yeah, yeah about, they are about certainly, certainly. Yeah, yeah. you know, and and I think that uh, as we've talked about before, I think that's entirely unfounded at this point. Um, I think people are bitching to bitch, and with without you know much good reason behind it. Um, yeah, we'll no just one... have to we'll just have to wait, all wait and see, and when we see the movie, we'll see how it is. No, I think so, and I think I think it's going to be decent. You know, I really do, and. You know, with with Ben Affleck, as I've stated before, they wouldn't give him the Batman franchise on the strength of this performance if it wasn't astronomically solid. Which they have. They they've given him the franchise directorially. They've given him the franchise. Yeah. And then just give me Dark Side. That'll be fine. That would yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, but then but then people <laughs> will totally say they're ripping off Marvel and the Dark Side is just Thanos. Right. <laughs> you'll see side-by-side pictures and uh, like oh look they both have similar skin tones uh, <laughs> that's just that's just idiocy and ignorance but you know you would see those pictures oh, yeah, I will, yeah, yeah, and i'll yeah, smack yeah. them down like the little bitches that they are but dark side has like a gray stony looking face whereas yeah. thanos is purple no, no, I, I do totally i mean i that's what i want to is to well, see and, well, and here's the thing yeah. starlin has said multiple times that he directly ripped off Darkseid with Thanos. He 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 directly ripped him off. They wanted to do a New Gods ripoff. And a, his original idea was that they were going to pattern him after Metron, the dude in the chair. Mm. And he decided, no, no, let's have him be hulking and menacing. Let's, let's pattern him after Darkseid. And so, so it's, it, it, it's, or if we'll see Metron or Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah, God. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> he he would the God would. of Truth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's they've got so many possibilities with that show. Yeah, they really I do. I mean, Jonah Hex is going to be in it. Yeah, I heard yeah. that. Yeah, that looks like it's going to be fun. I, uh, I'm... I saw a ring the other day, one of the flash rings that opens up, and I was like, is the, cost- oh, nice. is the costume in there? Do you get the costume? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, no. <laughs> that would be a trip. <laughs> it's expensive. I mean, it's made out of real gold, so I thought it was... Wow. Yeah. Oh, damn. Was, Where'd I don't, you see I don't that? know if the flash's ring is even made out of real gold. <laughs> Probably not, right? His is a plastic Cracker Jack box one. <laughs> Probably disposable. It probably get destroyed every now and then. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. hell if those things. Well, you know, he 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 might be reasonably well off. I don't know. Does the Justice League draw a salary? Well, they got to pay for the uh, tower somehow. <laughs> yeah, you would think, right? They they got to have some kind of budget. So so you would think that they draw a paycheck, on top of his regular paycheck as a police scientist. So uh, he well, might be okay. How yeah? How do organizations like the Justice League and the Avengers stay in? I mean, is the Avengers totally on on Tony Stark's dime? Yeah, I think it's Tony Stark and uh, Bruce Wayne. They um, put the bill because I remember in the uh, is that what animated Justice League series? They I think they say it basically that's his money. Okay, yeah. so they don't have to have like Justice Athons and 
have a week long have a, lo- a week long right, yeah. thing where everybody calls in and donates yeah. money and stuff. Well, hell, I mean, you know, like for the longest time, the Avengers were run by the government. Or the yeah. Avengers Bake Sale, where they, <laughs> you know, remember, uh, you know, Henry Gyrich. No, I don't. <laughs> Seriously? No, I Rick don't. Peter Geirich, the, 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 like, the government liaison to the Avengers who, like, shut them down. Now, that's slightly... Out. I do, oh, that's yeah, slightly yes, from, yes, I remember, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, I just didn't remember his name. Oh, man. You... But I think I do remember that arc. Yeah, that's those set of stories. Say, so, I can know something about the Avengers that you didn't remember. That's, that's like, um, like, the bells are ringing, the angels... Yeah. Now, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> You're like the Avengers master. I've got one thing to ask you guys. Hmm. I had my notes. Um, so it looks like that they're going to be making um, Felicity um, Oracle. How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, they already made Oliver Batman, so I mean, why not? <laughs> I mean, they, they, they really are making Arrow into a surrogate for the Bat family. Yeah, yeah, um, right. That's true. You know, so yeah. so why not? He he has the, he has a very different demeanor than than Green Arrow does in the comics. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, um, Green Arrow in the comics is at least a little gregarious, and and you know, he he has a little fun with what he does. This Arrow is super serious. You know, he he is very grim, dark Avenger. You know, of the night. Yeah. I was just hoping that they would do more like Diggle, where he got his own character for her. Oh. That she would have her own call oh. sign. And oh. not necessarily co-opt somebody else's. But I know that Oracle's kind of... Well, uh, shit, look, look at who they've got so far, right? Um, we had, we had um, Roy as the original Arsenal, who wound up leaving to find himself. Mm-hmm. Nightwing, anybody? Um, oh, yeah, no, no, I totally agree with you. Know, you. Yeah, yeah, it's like like uh, our 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 friend, uh, you know, like Thea at this point with the with the like the bloodlust is totally like Damien. Um, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I mean, like like almost exactly, even down to the diminutive diminutive stature compared to everybody else. Um. <laughs> You know, it's it's just kind of. Oh a trip. my gosh, you're right. I I've been thinking about all the parallels, but oh my gosh, because so, I because I was telling Jason the other day, I was like, well, the Legends of Tomorrow is really just DC's television version of Justice League Unlimited in a sense, because you know, in the cartoon Justice League Unlimited, you'd sometimes get that exact group to go out and fight crime. You know, <laughs> like Justice League Europe. <laughs> <laughs> But those comics always failed. <laughs> Come on. Hey, those did not fail. I'll have you know. Just they did as... go for a long, long time, yes, but they were... I, I still put them in the same thing as, like, West Coast hey. Avengers. You know? <laughs> it's like volumes on my shelf right now that say the contrary, sir. <laughs> so who's in the grave? Who's in the grave? Who's in the grave? That is a very good question. I'm guessing it's the captain. Ah, the father. Uh, Yeah, the father of the twins. Winds up failing, that he winds up failing uh, 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 um, Detective Lance somehow, or Captain Lance somehow. I really wanted you to say I failed a saving throw, and then... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, he rolled one, and he kind of sucked. You know? My GM pulls out, like, a a deck of cards that have all the terrible things that can happen to you and pick. (laughs) Um, and so apparently in this case, it was, uh, uh, ally gets cut down. Shit. Uh, well, who, I mean, who else is possibility? I mean, they they only show, so they only show flash and arrow in that scene looking at the grave, right? That's all they've Uh, shown so far, right? And Felicity's in the car. Yeah. It's someone who she cares about enough to say, for her to say, to kill him. Okay. Yep. All right, so it's got to so be I, somebody on the team or very close to the yeah, team. Yeah, because my theory before was they were being kind of cheap and it was going to be Oliver's baby mama. Mm. And that, you know, he would be upset about that. Then it, yeah. he'd suddenly have a kid. But now I don't know why. Sh- I don't, unless they evolve their relationship at some point. 
Why would I, why should we be so upset? I also now I'm more on the fence, and I think that it's going to be a Thea. Thea? Oh, you think it's going to be Thea? Yeah, because I don't think. Where do they go with this bloodlust thing? Like once Damian Dark is gone. Well, theoretically, they they may be able to fix the whole bloodlust thing. Yeah. Through through Damian Dark. Yeah, that's what I was thinking so they were going to do before they before they you know murderize yeah. him. <laughs> you know, I, I I got a feeling that 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 guy is destined to be a shish kebab, and Dr. will David. he stay dead? <laughs> uh, we'll find out. I mean, if nobody opens an errant Lazarus pit, you know, <laughs> then we should be okay. But you never know these days. Next, we thought Sarah was gone for sure. I mean, I thought Sarah was going to be gone for sure until they started, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm kind of glad that she's not. I, I I dig where they where they took her in uh, so far at least in in Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. It was cool to yeah. see her again, and the fact that she's struggling with this, which I mean anybody would, you know. I mean in in the comics, a lot of the time they they sort of blow off the idea that somebody came back from the dead, and it's really cool to see um, the writers and and these characters really struggle with these ideas because they should be weighty, weighty things. I mean, you just came back from the other side. That's pretty profound. Yeah. You know, it, it, it shouldn't be something that the next day everybody's acting like, like, you know, nothing ever happened and you're all getting breakfast <laughs> Denny's together, you know? Uh, well, I would hope that if I came back from the dead, you would take me to Denny's because I could use some food. Dude, if you came back from the dead, <laughs> really I'm depends like, on the condition. like hacking you with an axe or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I'm zombie. screaming, I'm not a zombie! <laughs> That's what zombies That's, would say. That's usually a good sign they're not a zombie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, that, I'm not that... an expert, but I'm making a Deadpool here. Death pool. <laughs> so what's your bet? <laughs> oh, I, I think I like the police captain, Lance, oh, right? He's already been taken. Oh, he's taken. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> I have to take somebody else? Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, no then... We can split the non-existent pot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I almost want to say Diggle, but I don't. Yeah. I don't believe they would get rid of him. But um, you want to call him? I mean, that's a pretty long shot bet, but you'll have a good payout of honor. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it, or someone in his family because they've right, been showing Diggle. They've been showing his his family like so much, and, and well, they've been and, showing her and, and pulling and... pulling him away from the team because of his family. Yeah. But I think by now, if they did something to one of Diggle's family members, you would have seen Diggle in the car with Felicity and both of them go and kill him. I think they're going to give us clues. Like, I think yeah. each episode is going to give us – they're going to narrow it down. And I yeah. bet that episode we're going to know. It's going to be like one of two people. Yeah, exactly. The thing, right. They're going to they're gonna, the... they're gonna throw out everybody until it's down to one of two people. Oh, what if it's uh, Felicity's mom? Oh, screw her. Who gives a shit? See? <laughs> All right, John, what's your final answer? Diggle or someone in Diggle's family. Let's go with that. Diggle, okay. Since I can't choose the police guy now. (laughs) Well, here's my thoughts. Like, with with Diggle and his family, they've already shown, like, several times that that his wife Lila has plenty of agency of her own. She can kick ass, take names, and beat people down with the best of them. And then some. Yeah. You know, so so I'm not worried about people using her as collateral damage to against him. Yeah, I mean, really, in her perspective, he has a hobby. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it, I and mean, it's very I mean, cute. I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, I guess, I guess, I'm looking at things from the television producer's standpoint and going, who is expendable on the show that wouldn't, that could be gone but doesn't necessarily make all the fans go, what the hell, and leave the show. Oh, oh, but another the best, long shot. You know what I mean? You couldn't another kill Felicity because there's no way they could have killed Felicity because the fans of the show would have flipped out and a lot of people would have left the show. Arsenal. You know? He's scheduled to return. Uh-huh. Scheduled to return, only to die. Yes. That would be... <laughs> that would be... That would work. That would get everybody upset. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's also like you're saying expendable. 
So you're gonna that's who you're gonna go with? No, I'm sticking with Thea. Oh, you're sticking with Thea. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't think Thea is expendable. I I think that she'll she's one of the characters that people like and would want yeah. not to be dead. But <laughs> I think that, for the yeah. first like two seasons, that's for damn sure. I longed for her to get cacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the writing for her has become remarkably better. <laughs> Amazing that. Once yeah, you put but... that damn mask and costume, <laughs> you know, you become a decent character and you become well written again. <laughs> well, you know, on that on this uh since we've all got our picks, I think we uh we gotta wrap it up. All All right. Jason and I got a meeting we gotta get ready to go to. Stupid work. <laughs> Have fun with the shop, guys. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot for coming on, Rob. Thanks for coming on, Jason, and talking DC TV and a little bit of movies and ranting and raving with me. Uh, of course. And, um, yeah, talk to you next time on the All Super right. Awesome Geek Show, right? All right. You see you. All right. Bye. See you. And it's time to get your geek on at the con. Today we're meeting Sarah with Pixelosis. Pretty cool stuff. You have to check her out. I'm at Geek Girl Con 2015 with Sarah from Pixelosis. And I ran across some amazing, these things caught my eye right away, lightsaber earrings. And I wanted her to tell you a little bit about it. So with these lightsaber earrings, the actual saber reflects the light. So it looks like it shines. And some of the other ones, they um, kind of glow, sort of like a tiger's eye gem. And um, they're made out of glass. And yeah, I have earrings and necklaces with those. And you can find them on Etsy, um, www.etsy slash shop slash pixelosis. And I see a lot of other things related to video games and various other pop culture stuff that you do with the little beads, right? Yep. These are glass beads, and what I do with those is I weave them together one by one with a needle and thread. So they're very flexible, they're durable, they won't break apart like the perler beads where you melt them together. So, yeah, these will last a long time. Awesome. And I always like to find out, since we're a geek show, what are you currently geeking out about? Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Hey, thanks a lot for coming on. All right, thank you very much. Yeah. You've been listening to the Super Awesome Geek Show with John Adams, Jason Rigdon, Eric Locke, Matt B, and Rob Clifford. The Super Awesome Geek Show is part of Kingdom of the Geeks. We put up new episodes every Friday. You can find us on iTunes and on the website at superawesomegeekshow.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash superawesomegeekshow. Follow us on Twitter at awesomegeekshow. And if you'd like to help, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash superawesomegeekshow. Or make one of the purchases of our fine toys, art, and collectibles on the eBay store. Stores.ebay.com slash Kingdom of the Geeks. All your support does help, and we really, really appreciate it. If you'd like to be on the show, just contact us, superawesomegeekshow at gmail.com. Well, that about wraps it up. Thanks a lot for listening, and see you next Friday on the Super Awesome Geek Show. Super Awesome Geek Show.